Under the Bridge, the podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Under the Bridge, the podcast. Thank you for joining us for another episode. My name is Nelson Latif. Our guest today is Led Bridge's own DJ Capel. How you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for coming through. Uh, let's dive straight into it, sir. Uh, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Uh, my name is uh, Oluwa Damlola Idowu. I hear from Shagam in Ogun State. I moved to um, Canada, let be precisely, in 2012 for med, uh, pre-med school, um, biochemistry to be precise. But as fate will have it, I became a DJ instead. <laughs> became a DJ instead. Um, how did you get started as a DJ? And what inspired you to pursue a career as a DJ? Um, you know, when you migrate to a country and uh, the city that you're staying, there's a handful of black people in Nigeria, to be precise, then you start thinking of how ways so that you can bring your own culture into this new space. You know, and uh, one of the songs, uh, one of the songs, music that I was listening to back then was uh, was a CD given to me by my dad. It was called uh, Honto Meni Tuwanshe. Wow. And Honto Meni Tuwanshe literally means, uh, remember the child of whom you are, you know. So, and just like thinking about that and going through all of that, I just kind of like started thinking about home and, you know, how we can find a connection to home in Ledbridge, even though we are far away from home. So I started talking to people, talking to my friends, and, you know, and then we met this guy, Billy Oguemi, and uh, he gave us an advice and said that to save costs on planning events and, you know, doing these things, one of us has to be a DJ or MC. And since I was shy on the mic back then, <laughs> and I loved music, so I decided to just, you know, roll with what was easier for me, which is the DJ part. Wow, e- essentially your dad inspired you to become a DJ, <laughs> giving you uh, that tape. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I don't want to say that, but you know what? You know what? Is the CD, the one to a many to one shake. I forgot who is, but I think it's, no, it's not useful, but um, the one to a many to one shake CD definitely, you know, inspired me because I was looking for a connection yes, sir. back home because, you know, when you come here, you're used to listening to all this music while you're walking around and then you mm-hmm. get to Canada Everything is super quiet, you yeah. know. So there is no, there is nothing that reminds you of home. So I was like, you know what, we can do something. Yeah. Absolutely, that's fantastic. Uh, and you are a family man yourself now, right? Um, I want to ask you, um, what does it mean to you to have your own family, and how has that changed your perspective on life? Um, well, first of all, before I answer that question, I want to say a big shout out to my wife Kelsey Idowu yes, and sir, my kids. I like that. Uh, and my kids are yeah, and Idowu and uh, uh, Evie, Alamide Idowu as well. You know, um, I have two kids, two beautiful girls. Um, honestly, it's just make me more more aware of what I do. You know, um, I do things knowing that okay, I got people to that are looking up to me, yeah. not just my siblings in Nigeria, but right here, right now. Um, I try not to be careless with whatever I'm doing and to stay focused. And you know, I've a goal at the left at my left hand that I can always go to and you know refresh my my tracks Your on energy. you know or my energy yeah you know so, yeah so um having a family of my own has just made me more more focused I should say yeah 
I like that. I like that. Great stuff. Um, but I've, I also <coughs> want to ask you this one: What is the meaning behind that name, DJ Capel? Ah, uh, okay. Well, first of all, the word Capel itself is the name given to the female parts of a flower. Okay. Okay. There's a connection somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the word Capel itself, but. How it became my nickname was back in high school, Jesus too. I asked my science teacher what the meaning was, and he threw the question back at me, and it kind of like created a little bit of drama <laughs> where we're both staring at each other. The class in the started classroom. in the classroom, and you know, the class started laughing out loud, and you know, going on like, what's going on? Who doesn't know the answer between the both of you? Type thing. And then, since then, after class, and we went out, my friends and classmates started calling me Capel, and it stuck till now. So after that, did they still call you Dem- De- uh, Dami, or is it Capel? Funny enough, this was GS2, right? By the time I go to SS3, uh, which is uh, the sixth year of the third year of senior high Canada schooling system, some of my friends by by that time did not even know your real name. <laughs> my real name. They thought Capel was actually my first name. Like Capel Ido was my full name. So wow. yes. That's interesting. <laughs> yes. Great stuff. Um what would you say is DJ Capel style? The one thing that uh anyone that comes up to your show can expect? Um everything open night. Then you expect to like, you know, I cater to everything. You know, my, my goal is my focus is one love. So I want you to come to my dance floor and forget if you're black, white, pink or yellow. Just come to the stage or to the dance floor and have fun, you know. And um, if it's uh, a specific stuff, I still try to like, even if it is electronic music, I still try I play afro my goal is afro to the world yes sir. you know i'm african i'm nigerian and nigerian first um so i try to like spread that and showcase that in everything that i do especially when i'm on the deck yeah i know you are you are heavy on afro beats for sure african, for sure for you know sure. promoting african culture here in the bridge um i'm a piano i'm a piano beats. yeah afro beats <laughs> uh bongo uh, bongo flavor yes, um afro house is bongo flavor the one from tanzania right? uh yeah tanzania and uh tanzania i think it's tanzania oh, East African yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh i want to ask you uh you know for someone like you that you know you everyone promoting all this african culture um through music and stuff um i want to ask you what role do you think music play in shaping the culture um, of our community here in Lakebridge? I, th- I think it's the easiest that everybody can, you know, relate to it. Music is easy. Like, you don't need any degree or you don't need any understanding of musical notes to enjoy music. And it's straightforward, you know. So I think uh, music is the easiest way for us to, like, showcase ourselves to be heard and for others to know that we are actually here in the city of Lakebridge. Is that why you guys um, started RT <coughs> Entertainment? Um, yeah, like, you know, when uh, back to, you know, when I moved here and there was nothing going on and we we're tr- trying to look for ways that we could um, bring bridge the, the gap between Nigeria and Ledbridge, Canada, you know, I had to use a platform and the yeah. platform was hard entertainment. Yeah. And uh, shout out to Victor Yelade. Yes, MC, uh, MC Vic. MC Vic 2X. Um, Victor's sister, actually. Uh, Victorine in Calgary right now, okay. and um, and uh, Paul Tokode, 
It's also in Edre right now. Uh, those were like, you know, my team back then that we started working with. And yeah, we built it and we started doing things or promoting events that were dear to our heart, which is where the heart entertainment came mm, from. Straight from the heart. Straight from the heart. I like yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> straight from the heart. Um is there any DJ that influences your style as a DJ? Ah, well, I really can't say there is a DJ that influenced my style. You know, my style of playing is I wanted to cater to everyone. You know, I want to cater to everyone without forgetting where I'm from, without forgetting my African roots and my Afro beats, my Nigerian songs and all the stuff. Yes, sir. Right? So, but I do have some DJs here in Ledbridge, uh, Faker, Faker from Studio 54, which is now burnt down. Which is sad. Yeah, that but was the yeah, <clears throat> that downtown, yeah. Faker Christopher Faker was uh, the one that I went to um, because back then Studio Fifty Four we used to be the one that plays one or two African songs. P Square, uh, P Square, Chop My Money. Yeah, Alingo, <laughs> where you know Kuke back, to, in back in the days, <laughs> you know Kuke were also. So I went to him and I told him like, hey, I had this passion and stuff, and he took me under his wing and introduced me to. The likes of um, OP Chris Cardwell at uh, Club Lime right now, and uh, Todski. Todski is one of the oldest DJs in Ledbridge, and those are kind of like my, you know, my pioneers here in Ledbridge that I go to and talk to and we chat, we chill every time. But in the global scene, I gotta give it up to Carl Cox. Um, Carl Cox is from Australia. He's one of the biggest uh, EDM DJs the world has ever seen. And um, Afro House DJ Black Coffee from South Africa. Yep. You know, uh, I got into Afro House and everything tr because of Black Coffee. True Black Coffee, I should yeah. say. And um, Temba, too. Temba is a very close, you know, they have a very close relationship. Temba, too, is another uh, DJ there. And then James Hype is another one that I've been following a lot as well. And I got to give it up to Avicii. DJ Avicii oh, yeah, yeah, passed yeah. away uh, a few years ago. But... Those are a few names of people that, you know, I actually kind of like followed, you know, through my journey so far. Yes, sir. Uh, I want to go back to the essence of you guys <clears throat> um, starting Adi Entertainment, right? Um, I didn't get to attend Studio 55. Is it 54? 54, 54, 54, before yeah. it get burned down. So I didn't really experience that, you know, fire, like you would say. But I still want to ask you... Uh, uh, what are the challenges that you guys faced when you first um, started introducing African music to people here in Redbridge? Honestly, I think um, the major challenge has to be, you know, having people buying or having that, uh, even that African community come, come together as one. Because, like I said, every everyone like yes, there was not a lot of us, yeah. and those that were here were scattered everywhere, right? Yes, on the west side, and we were university kids, you know, on West Ledbridge of of the city, while the college is on the south, deep south, south. So, if you don't have a connection to the univers uh, to the college, yeah. you really don't know what's going, what's going on. on. Yeah. So the biggest challenge was trying to like you know get the entire city together as a community and uh but slowly and surely we started getting that um i mean a lot of people still prefer to go down to calgary because you know it was guaranteed there yeah. right and people here you know 
I don't blame them. Honestly, I don't blame them. You know, people want to go to places where they are in a crowd, mm. right? Not a party spot that is just coming up with 50 people. When you can go down to Calgary that you've been doing for years yeah. and party with 500 people, you know. So that was kind of like the biggest challenge, you know, when we started. Uh, and would you say it's, there's uh, improvement now or there's... Um is or are you at least optimistic that it's getting better oh yeah it's getting definitely better. it's getting better could it be even better yes but has there been improvement from when we started in 2015 yes definitely yes like and uh, now we have shows here that are happening and um we're having 200 people in a room that are pretty much almost all Africans standard or standard you know yeah. all of African origin so that's I would say compared to like 50 where 50 were you know maybe Africans and the rest or stuff were non-Africans or of non-African origin so and now we even have Afrofest which I'll talk about oh yeah yeah I Speaking can of that, <laughs> I'll yeah, talk, I can talk I was, about on later yeah, on I was gonna jump right away <laughs> let's jump right away I want to ask you if you have any upcoming uh, shows events and stuff you know, yes, uh, the biggest one for sure right now is Afrofest. Okay, yeah. I'm working with the Southern Abat Ethnic Association. I'm an employee there as well, and I'm also part of the organizing committee. And we're putting together Afrofest. Uh, we did it way back in 2016, 2017 as Afro Caribbean, but due to some internal that I had no control, control over, over, we stopped yeah. it. But finally, we were able to bring back Afrofest last year. And now it's even bigger this year because it's a two-day event this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it, sir. So um, September 15 and September 16, Afrofest, Southern Abad Technology Multicultural Center. We tried booking the Gold Gardens, but it was booked. So we're just going to have it in the parking lot and the the parking lot plus the ballrooms at the Multicultural Center downtown here. The Friday is more of a showcase where you can come down. Um, you know, I think you have to be part of the member of the association. But still, the idea is that we want to give platform to communities, businesses, uh, groups, clubs. You're a singer. Just come, come showcase. Let the people see that you we are here. Because on the festival day, the Saturday, these things get lost. Yes, because sir. we don't have a lot of time to, you know, put everyone on the stage, right? We can only put a few people on the stage. Uh, you know, and since it's the festival part... People want to come from the entertainment. You know, yeah, they want to yeah, come true, dance. True. They want to come sing. They want to come eat and all the stuff, which is all going to happen on Saturday. But if Friday, wanted to like showcase the small businesses, the these clubs on campuses that are African or cater to African people. So yeah, is this like a daytime event or? So the Saturday, uh, the Friday event is six p.m. to nine p.m. Okay, it's okay, just going to be in the ballroom. You can register. You can. Uh, send an email to info at saea.ca uh, <clears throat> or message me on Instagram. I'll give you my e my work email. You can email me. And then the Saturday one is uh, from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. And then we have the after party from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Oh, wow. You don't stop. I like, <laughs> I like You that. know, we like, we like, we like partying. <laughs> we like enjoying. We have, like having a good time. So even if we still do all this celebration, we still gotta still dance, Absolutely, you know. Totally, totally. I think that's one so. of the best ways to actually bring us together as a community. Exactly, and exactly. So I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Um, you are you DJ uh, weddings, nightclubs, parties, and stuff, right? But let's keep it between the two. It's a toss up now. <laughs> <laughs> Which of these two do you enjoy the most, uh, weddings or nightclub? 
Oh, honestly, I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to keep a cap. I love, I love, absolutely love weddings. And my setup for weddings are like big. And I keep trying to like add more and more and more. But when it comes to ease, ease, yeah, ease, peace of mind, <laughs> I would take nightclub. <laughs> like a nightclub, you know, just because like if you come to me and say, hey, play this song. And I feel like the song might kill my dance from will tell you straight up. No, I'm not going to play Do you get that vibe um, where you are busy doing your set, doing your thing, and, you know, your boys, I mean, you're well-known, right? And, like, yo, Capel, yeah, this one, hey, play, play this one. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> some of the requests I get are really, really good request songs. And I love playing requests. You know, like I said, I, I want you to come, come to my um, dance floor and be free, be able to, like, hey, can you play this song? You know, even if it's a hip hop song or a country song or stuff, depending on the vibe, depending on the vibe, yeah. you know, I'll tell you, okay, yes, I'll play it or no, I won't play it. And then if it's a song that I know for sure is going to kill my dance floor, I'm going to tell you straight up, no, I'm not going to play. Not because I don't want you to feel among, but at the same time, even though I want you to feel among, I still have to cater to the majority Absolutely. of the people. But yeah, I do get requests that are like, even for my friends, and I'll be like, no, I'm not playing that. And no, yes, I'm going to play that, yes. And there's actually a song that you requested for me a while back that I still play till tomorrow. Oh, yeah, what song is that? 2000. Oh. Where, where, I think that was the first time ever I saw you. You came okay. to um, OMG Shisha with, yeah, uh, yeah. with either Victor or Omoba. Yeah, probably. And then you requested for that song, Can, can I Play 2000? And I did, and I'm worth up in the 2000. Yeah. And I, I, since tomorrow, I still play that salute, song. Salute, salute, Just because, like, you know, like I said, like, I get inspiration from those on the dance floor and myself. Like, I have my own style of song that I listen to. Yeah. But I also want to listen to others and see what they're enjoying and make sure that, you know, I'm able to, like, cater to them even next time that they come and I can play something similar and, you know, they can all enjoy Absolutely, have a good time. straight up. Yeah, good years for the, for the music. Yes, like yes, sir. Uh, you, you play outside of Lethbridge as well. Yes. Library, Edmonton <coughs> and stuff. Uh, festivals, bigger festivals and stuff. Um, I want to ask you, uh, um, can you share some of the most memorable moments of your highlight uh, um, as, a, as a DJ? When I first played at uh, Lymph, electronic music festival that was the first time i was able to play house music out in public and i played afro house um it was important to me because yes even though the festival has been running for 10 years and there's been other house djs there i don't think there's ever been anyone that was playing strictly that put their set around afro house you know for a one hour set I'm pretty sure I played almost 30 minutes, 40 minutes of strictly just half a house, you know. So that was a highlight for me because that made, I was able to share with those people in that community of the electronic music world that there's another house. There's a wave coming. (laughs) There's a wave coming from Africa, you know, called Afro House. So that was really, really big for me. Um, Another one was I was able to go to this festival down after Edmonton. Um, I forgot what it's called now. And last year, I went with a few friend of mine. I was able to also play another Afro House festival down there as well. Um, yeah, those are kind of like my... I, oh, and also last week, I was fortunate enough to play at uh, Fire and Ice. Okay. You know, at one of the biggest... In Calgary. In Calgary, one of the yeah. biggest nightclubs in Calgary. So that was a really big highlight for me. And also, 
when I made my debut here in um in at Studio Fifty Four here in Ledbridge, okay. and I've also played at uh, when I first played at Club Lime, and um you know the DJs were like, yeah, you know this night it's all you. I'm gonna be far away, <laughs> you know they trusted me with that was big, and also when if um Riley Mills, DJ Sky Mills, uh called me to be the um what's it called now the resident the lead resident dj at hudson's canada's pub here in ledbridge that yeah. was those were like you know pretty big highlight oh and also the last the latest one <laughs> latest one i gotta say was um it's coming up next uh next month actually i'm gonna be playing i'm gonna be sharing a stage with ty dollar sign Oh, at wow, uh, Fresh Fest, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. that's uh, that's I, I that's like massive. It. That's massive like for me. So, uh, great stuff, great stuff. I like that. Um, do you have um, any upcoming projects or collaboration in the works before the end of summer? You guys are <clears> busy working with, um, including the Tide Dollar Sign. Um, yeah, the Tide Dollar Fresh Fest. I have some. Uh, I have a house music party coming up September thirtieth. My house. I called it my house to. As a tribute back to the the first nightclub where house music was played in, I think in the states it was called My House. Okay. Um, and also I am working on a Halloween Afro beats party Same here in Ledbridge. Oh, wow. Cool. Uh, October twenty eighth. I'm working with some guys from Calgary right now. Uh, uh, I'm a piano to the moon Halloween edition. Oh, Watch yeah. out for that. I like that. Uh, <laughs> it's a I'm a piano Afrobeats party all night, but Halloween edition. So we expect people to uh, dress do you know up. Venue with, uh, the venue I'm still working on. Okay. okay. But I hope to finalize the venue by the end of next week so that I can you know at least have the date and the poster, see the date type thing out there, you know. And um, collaborations that I have right now with uh, OliX and uh, Omoba. Yeah. Watch out for that. Yes, uh, I like that. Um, and I believe you also, I understand you host a show on uh, CKXU. Yes. Right, called uh, Afrobeat yes. on CKXU. Um, is the show still going? Is it, is it still ongoing? And uh, can you tell us more about it? Yes, the show is still ongoing. Actually, it was uh, Sheyi, I think Sheyi that, Sheyi that dies his name, that started the show way back when, but then it got busy, so it stopped. And then I became the president of uh, the board of directors CKXU, and I... One of my goal again, why I did that was to spread my wings and uh, showcase Afro beats and Af everything African on the radio show because it was a, it's a campus radio for the University of Ledbridge and it's an alternative stuff. But I wanted to like showcase you know African stuff, so I reached out to Shayi and asked him if I could take control of the platform Afro beats, and he said yes. And I honestly just started playing African songs on Sunday. Uh, Sundays, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. was when it was live. And then my schedule got busy. Yeah. <laughs> so I reached out, and now Omoba is in full control of it, and he still does the same thing, and he's even taking it further by having uh, interviews with other like local artists okay. here, Ledbridge and around, of, or even Canada-wide. I'm pretty sure he's had like some artists from Vancouver or something on it, and he plays both upcoming artists and well-known Afrobeat artists. Yeah, yeah, absolutely great stuff. That's interesting. Uh, I want to ask you, um, when you are not DJing, yeah. you know, or nightclubs, partying and stuff, uh, what else do you do? I believe you work with the community organizations. Um, is that, what else do you do with that? 
So um, <clears throat> if I'm not DJing, I am probably on my computer looking, doing schoolwork or uh, balancing my account. <laughs> <laughs> balancing shake. <laughs> you know, or um, just working on my business, Capel Nation Inc. Or I'm at work at the Southern Abatek Association. Or I'm just chilling with my family and my kids. What are you excited about the most for the future of music, entertainment, events, our culture uh, here in Leadbridge? Uh, honestly, first of all, the growth of AfroFest, I believe like, you know, we finally found a formula that works and a date. So that is something that I'm looking forward to. And also I'm working on um, actually finally opening my own club here in the city to even your own club yeah you know to expand the you know our presence in the city and even have a bigger venue for us africans and african descendants you know to express ourselves and it's going to be everything african i like that. you know everything african so <clears throat> that i'm looking forward to and you know to continue to work with the multicultural center to you know continue to expand our reach within the city and all the organ organizations um, the uh, the Nigerian associations here, the Ghana associations, and all these places, the Kenyan associations. I can't forget my Kenyans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to continue to like, you know, expand on the things that we do here, so that we can continue to, you know, make sure that we are heard, we are seen, and we impact the city of Ledbridge in a positive. We and contribute. We are contributing. We are not just taking. We are also adding back to the city. Um, it, those are the I, those are the things that I'm definitely looking forward to. Yeah, I like that. That's very important for me as well, which is one of the reasons why we started under the bridge to sh you know to increase visibility and to show people like you are here doing great things, contributing in such a positive way to the community and inspiring you know other people that are coming and they can you know uh, plant a seed as well. Thank you. Yes, sir. Uh, before I let you go, sir, I want to ask you. Um, how can, how can people connect with you on social media or reach out to you and stuff like that? Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Capel uh, Nation. That's C A R P E L N A T I O N on Instagram and Facebook. Um, yeah, and I have my website, CapelNation.ca. Uh, you can email me, ask me questions, and if you want to get into DJing, if you want to ask me or some of my other projects. And some of the artists that I work with, some of their songs, I can, you know, send you their YouTube links to go check them out. And my mixes on Mixcloud and uh, and SoundCloud. Yeah. You know, Capel Nation as well. Go check them out. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for your time, no Mr. Problem. DJ. We'll definitely have you back sometime. That's, that's for sure. I'd love to be back. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, and good luck with everything you've got going on, sir. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. And massive thanks to every single one of you for Tuning in once again and be on the lookout for our next episode. Peace.